you're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You are listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with myself, Jade Elliott, and today I'm joined by Tracy Gruber. You're with the Office of Child Care, the director there. We are talking about some wild times right now. Um, We're talking about child care during this coronavirus pandemic, and things are ever-changing, not just on a daily basis, but sometimes it seems minute by minute. Yes, it does. Things are changing. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. And, um, you know, you're going to share some resources for parents. Um, I know that we have a lot of listeners that this coronavirus pandemic is a hot topic for. Um, You know, regardless of the age of your child, uh, everyone's kind of dealing with it, uh, whether you have a college-age kid that's now come home uh, or you have, you know, a toddler who's not in daycare anymore. Um, we're all in it together at Absolutely. this moment. Yes, uh, we are. With everything that we're going through. So um, let's talk a little bit about some resources. You know, schools have been out, um, child care centers, some have closed, some are still open, yes. kind of depending on um, the regulations that they're following. What what do parents need to know right now when it comes to child care and kind of navigating this this pandemic that we're seeing? Well, I think the first thing to for everybody to understand is that child care programs in Utah are open and they are following safety protocols that have been put in place by the Department of Health recognizing the pandemic. Um, and parents can feel comfortable to know that they're doing things that are going to reduce the spread of COVID-19. So for many parents who need to rely on childcare, it's available mm-hmm. um, and they can access it. And I think that that's really important to know. People are still working, even if oh, they yeah. might be working at home and having children around <laughs> while you're trying to work is sometimes a challenge and there are opportunities to tap into that system. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I can speak firsthand on that. Uh, my job doesn't stop because of it. Um, you know, I'm at work every day and same with my husband and we are more than grateful and supportive for our childcare facility, mm-hmm. um, for, for staying open and for helping the families that are essential employees and that are going to work still. Um, and the, the communication that they've had with us as parents and families has been fantastic as well. Um, you know, I know that they're following, the regulations and the guidelines we've seen just over the last couple of weeks, a number of changes continue yes, to come last into couple place. of days, even and, yeah. and probably even now at, at the moment of, of when everyone will be listening the last couple of hours. Yes, because things continue to change. Um, but, you know, I know, you know, for us, we're grateful for our child care facility and uh, the communication that they've had with us and and showing us how they're working through uh, all of this with all of us. And, and taking care of our children still and, and putting all of those different regulations into place, you know, that the, the Department of Health has talked about and, um, you know, downsizing the class sizes even more. Yes, absolutely. Um, what are some of the things that you're seeing in regards to some of the changes that are being made? Um, I, I'll say that our child care providers in Utah are very dedicated mm-hmm. to the families that are utilizing their, their services mm-hmm. and are 
as as concerned as we are as parents, they're as concerned as, you know, these kids' guardians for sometimes 10 hours a day. So they're doing a great job, and it's very stressful for them as it is for us. And um, we're hearing a lot of them, like you had mentioned, are closing. Um, Parents are now bringing their children home because they're home, and rather than pay for child care, they figure if I'm home working, I'll have my children at home. So that's leading to a lot of them closing. So what we're hearing from them is concern um, about their ability to stay open, to continue to meet the needs of families. Mm -hmm. And we're keeping very close eye on that. And we're just trying to work with the Department of Health at the Child Care Licensing Program in our office to provide whatever support they need and also support the parents who are utilizing the services. Make sure that they know that child care can be provided safely right now and that Utah's child care system is doing exactly what they are told to do from the Department of Health to ensure the safety. And parents need to understand that it can be done safely and it is an opportunity for them to continue to utilize child care even if they're working from home. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And I applaud the child care workers right now that that are still serving and you know their facilities are still open because it's it's trying times for all of us yes. and you know as you mentioned you know of course as parents we are thinking about our children and their health and their safety just like we are of our own um, but we know that these providers are also taking that into consideration tenfold uh, to make sure that all of these little ones are safe and healthy and that they're following all of those um, guidelines that have been put into place. I know uh, like for our youngest, for Jax, who is at a daycare facility, they have put so many different regulations into place uh, for cleanliness and washing their hands and all of those things, which, I mean, they were clean and washing their hands to start with, but now it's double down on everything. Same with all of us, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, we're all amping it up just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, they're all washing their hands so much. Now their little hands are getting so dry, you know, and we're packing lotion to send with him. And, you know, you just see some of those little changes, but you know it's because those those policies are being put into place for good reason. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why they're able to stay open. Yes. And continue to serve our communities, which... Um, need to be served. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about I- essential employees. Yes. Um, they're everywhere. Yes. In a number of different fields and lines of work. And mm-hmm. um, what kind of resources are offered for those essential employees that, you know, maybe their kids are not in school now or, or their facility has closed? What can, what kind of resources are offered for them? So I think that there's, there's, two types of resources that are available for people who still need childcare, including essential employees. I almost feel like at this point, anybody who still needs childcare is essential, Mm -hmm. right? Most Mm -hmm. people who are at home and working, not that their jobs aren't important, um, but we're almost at the point that given who's still relying on childcare. And in terms of being able to afford to pay for Mm -hmm. childcare, which is always a concern, our office provides child care assistance, financial assistance to offset the cost of child care. And during this time, 
the eligibility requirements for that assistance have been raised. Mm. So my first suggestion is, is that if parents need childcare, because now their school-aged children are home, right. and they didn't have to pay for it before, and they're trying to figure out how to afford childcare, mm -hmm. the first thing they should do is contact the Department of Workforce Services at jobs.utah.gov, and they can go online and apply for childcare assistance. The other thing that I would suggest is that if essential employees can't tap into their existing networks, um, they can contact Care About Child Care to help connect them to these child care programs that yeah. we've been talking about that are open and feel confident, again, that they are having the protocols in place necessary to reduce the spread of COVID-19. The third thing I would say is that for essential employees that are in the fields of health and public safety, our office, the Office of Child Care, is working with the private sector mm -hmm. and faith-based organizations and private child care to try to provide direct resources for their essential employees. And we are in the process of bringing on programs that can serve those employees um, and their children mm -hmm. during what would traditionally be school hours. Right. So Monday through Friday during the day. And we're looking forward to being able to connect those essential employees from those two sectors to available sites um, in the coming days. That's fantastic. The gratefulness that the community should have for that is, is huge for you to be able to do that. We think that it's important that they are comfortable yeah. um, with their kids in childcare, and that's one less thing that they need to worry about when they're worried about other things at their workplace and mm -hmm. taking care of, you everyone know, Utahns, else. everyone else. And, and we want to ensure that Utahns, um, like their public health and safety needs are addressed. And those essential employees need to continue to work. Mm -hmm. So whatever we can do to help with that, um, the community feels strongly about that. And we're helping channel those resources. Yeah. So it'll roll out slowly. Um, over time, we'll have some sites available starting next week up in this area along the Wasatch Front, and we'll continue to build that system out and hopefully build it out in a way that can meet the needs of those um, two sectors of mm -hmm. essential employees. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Um, and then what about though on the, on the other side, of the non-essential employees? And I use the term loosely because anyone... Anyone with a job, anyone with with work and uh, a profession, a career, I think all employees are essential, essential. Yeah, absolutely. to the workforce. I agree. Yeah. Um, so I, I use the term loosely, but when it comes to the kind of the regulations, the standards that have been put into place right now from essential to non-essential um, and talking about the ones that may be working from home right now, again, not to say that you're not essential uh, because you are, um, but what kinds of resources or programs uh, do you have available for the ones that may be at home? Yeah, so similarly, some of them might decide, especially now that we're two weeks into this and we know that schools aren't opening until May, that maybe it would be something to consider is mm -hmm. to utilize childcare. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we are encouraging families to tap their networks first, um, other family members to watch their children, uh, 
other families to kind of, we're seeing some interesting things online, right. you know, some groups popping up and they're getting creative on trying to address their childcare needs. And we'd still encourage them to try that first. Um, but utilizing the existing childcare network uh, would be the other suggestion. And again, going back to that child care assistance that's currently available mm -hmm. to a much broader um, group of Utahns is a way to utilize the existing child care system and help offset the costs. Yeah. I think that there's also a lot of parent resources available. Um, we're seeing a lot of outreach from various organizations to connect parents to some activities that they can be engaged in with their children during the day. Mm -hmm. Again, that becomes more challenging when you're also trying to work from home. Right. Well, yeah. Um, I, I mean, so many of these parents have gone from being working in an office or whatever that looks like parent to now being at home, still working, but now also being a teacher. Yes. Yeah. They're and, home, trying I mean, to homeschool their kids. Homeschooling at this, mm -hmm. And the, the amount of extra everything that that puts on to the plates of these families uh, is huge. I know my, I'm not a, I'm not a teacher by nature. And so, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for the resources, you know, that we have and, and the facilities that, you know, our kids are going to, because there are still teachers there mm -hmm. that are, that are helping grow these little minds. But for those home having to do this, you know, with the, um, programs that are being offered online for the students and things like that. I mean, that's a lot. It is a lot. And, and I have older children, mm -hmm. um, and they can kind of manage that stuff on their own. For families with younger children, it's much more challenging. Mm -hmm. And if you add that to working full-time, mm -hmm. uh, it's a totally different type of situation. I'm very optimistic that parents are very resourceful mm -hmm. and they're yes. going to adjust and they're going to find opportunities to teach their children while they're at home uh, that might not have been something they would have thought of before. Maybe just some simple interactions that lead to a teaching moment. Right. And I, th my personal view is that after we adjust for a week or two and we have this new construct that we're all working in and all raising our children in, we all will be able to figure out the balance mm -hmm. and we're seeing entities come up with the resources very quickly to support them in that. Yeah. So right now it feels very uncertain. It feels very chaotic. Um, and we're, a lot of parents are really worried about their children losing learning time. Um, I thought I think that these kids are going to learn a lot during this period of time. They're going to get a lot of street smarts, that's for sure. They're going to get a lot of street smarts, and they're going to have a different level of interaction with their parents. Yeah. Um, their parents are going to find other ways to keep them occupied. Yeah, absolutely. Well, even us here at 2 News, our morning meteorologist, Lindsay Stores, uh -huh. has started Lindsay's Science School. And so every Tuesday and Thursday at 9.30 in the morning, uh, she goes live onto Facebook and onto our website on KUTV.com and does a whole science lesson. It's about a 30-minute program, a whole science lesson for kids, and it is fascinating. And it was just one of those things uh, that we thought, you know, how can we help as mm -hmm. well? Yes. Um, because parents are looking for resources. Mm -hmm. And I'm a communication major, so I don't do a lot of science. <laughs> so I wouldn't even know the first thing to teach my child about science. <laughs> And so, I mean, it's fascinating. It's fantastic. Um, and like you're saying, you know, parents are becoming 
resourceful in looking for different outlets. And that's one that we're able to offer, and I think it's fantastic. Yeah, that is great. so many others are. I've seen um, local law enforcement doing story time on social media for kids to gather around and have a story time with them, uh, which I think is great. And it just kind of shows in times like this how the community really all comes together, although it's different for everyone um, and we all feel it differently. We all still come together and and support one another in, in these kind of different and, and challenging times as they Right. Be. I mean, you hate for it to have to be something like this that mm-hmm. leads to kind of a little bit more innovation, a little bit more outside of the box thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the time at which it occurs. And we'll take it right now. Right. We, we'll it, take whatever they can give. Exactly. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the child care task force that you guys have. So that was that group that I was talking about for the the essential employees who are in the health and public safety field. And that's a task force that was set up by the lieutenant governor as part of the larger statewide coronavirus task force. Wonderful. Um, You know, they understand the importance of childcare and the importance of childcare to be available during these times. And they needed kind of like the right minds sitting around the table to Mm -hmm. try to problem solve, to figure out what this all looks like. And what has come out of that is this available temporary system that will hopefully meet the needs of those essential employees. Wonderful. Social media wise, do you have resources there that parents can reach out to and, and learn a little bit more? So we do have a website, jobs.utah.gov. Since I'm not a communications person on social media, I don't know. We do have a Twitter feed <laughs> okay, through, through the Department of Workforce Services. We mm-hmm. don't have a separate one for the Office of Child Care, but any information that we're providing to the public that we need to connect people to will end up on that Twitter feed, um, and those resources are being updated all the time. Minute by I, minute almost. Yeah, right. I mean minute by minute. Yeah. I will say that another important resource for families and child care providers who might be listening Mm -hmm. is that on our website, we do have a special page for uh, COVID-19 in child care. And on that page, we have multiple frequently asked question documents. And I think it's going to answer a lot of questions that people are concerned about as it relates to child care. Mm -hmm. Some of the things we talked about today, uh, and those are being updated regularly too. Um, We look at them every day to see if they need to be revised, and it's a great resource for families to tap into. That is wonderful. Thank you so much for for being with us, for answering these questions, um, and, and for just doing what you do for our community, for our state and uh, for the children and families right now. Um, I appreciate you being here with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that concludes our discussion on, um, you know, these challenging times that we're seeing right now as families are seeing uh, some differences in the household right now. Children are home from school, some home from uh, their child care facilities as well. And um, we were lucky today to talk to Tracy and uh, talk about some of the child care during the coronavirus pandemic. So thank you again. Thank you. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.